Good morning, my lovely jubblies. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show. And oh boy, have we got a treat for you delinquents today. Not that you deserve it, you naughty boys and girls. Today we're jumping into r slash tales from retail for episode 220. Our first story today is from Isonte, truck driver that may have a negative IQ. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. So I work in a Canadian grocery store chain. I've been working there for quite a while as I got the job young at 14 and I'm currently 18. Because of this, I've started to pick up some extra responsibilities. One of these responsibilities is to receive what we call rush orders. I don't know if they go by a different name or if every place does them since I don't know grocery stores out of my area. In case this isn't a common thing, a rush order is an extra order that we get from a third-party supplier that will come on the same day rather than coming in advance. We have two companies that we get rush orders from. Company A has some issues sometimes, but nothing unusual about the attitude of their truck drivers. But Company B often comes with truck drivers that are really impatient and have intelligence so questionable that I don't know how they passed any type of interview. This is just usual grocery store stuff though. Some truck drivers are good, some are bad, and one company is worse. Oh well. That was until today, when I had a truck driver that screwed up on so many turns that it made my night watching him get screwed over by his own stupidity. It was a usual day. I came in, my direct manager told me that two rush orders were to come in about the same size and with similar items as yesterday's rush orders. I was a little annoyed because my direct manager overuses rush orders and gets way too much stuff on them, which is thrown on me as I have to work it, but once again, oh well. Company A comes by around the same time as the day before and goes by completely fine with no issues. Company B comes by a little later than the day before and I don't really care since that is how trucks tend to operate. However, there was a slight issue because another department was currently unloading one of their trucks. Trucks coming in at the same time happen often, and I asked the manager of that department, also was the only manager in at the time, so I was referring to him as my manager for simplicity, how long he'll be unloading his truck because I still have a 15-minute break and I want to take it before I unload my truck. My manager tells me that he estimates it will be 20 minutes, and that if he finishes early, he'll just unload my truck for me, and I can get to it when I'm done. So I take my break, 
However, I should mention that before I took my break, the driver of Company B asked if he could borrow our pump jack. I've also heard it called a hand jack in case that helps. And a quick edit, someone pointed out it's also called a pallet jack. Because his truck door is broken and isn't opening. In hindsight, I shouldn't have let him use it. Or I should have gone with him to use it. But at the time, I didn't care and didn't think anything of it. About five minutes into my break, the driver comes back with our pump jack. But there's an issue. His door is still broken. And now, our pump jack is too. One side of the pump jack is permanently lifted to barely fit inside of a skid, making the pump jack pretty much useless. After seeing this, I realize it's one of those drivers and pause the timer I have for my break to go get the story on what's going on. I go out with the driver to look at his truck and how the door won't work, and I don't know why he thought a pump jack would work, but it didn't. The driver asked me about nearby mechanics, so I gave him a time he would need to be back by for me to have time to manage it. The driver leaves, and I give the update to my manager. My manager is pissed at the driver and tells me that if he comes back, to get his name. So I finish my break and work along as normal till an hour and a bit later when the driver comes back. As I hear the beeping of the truck backing up, I know that this is going to be good. While I wouldn't mind getting a name myself, I thought it may be better for me to make sure everything is done right, so I let my manager know that he's back, and we go to receive the truck. My manager starts questioning the driver, and is trying to get him to write down his name and company, to which the driver is playing dumb about breaking our jack, until my manager says to write it down, or he will call their company dispatch, and that he's only asking since it makes both their lives easier, and the driver writes it down. So we start prepping to receive, and luckily, for some random reason, the driver has a pump jack in his truck, and since my manager has his own job to do, he leaves me to do the unloading. Of course, our single skin of supplies was at the back of the truck, blocked off by several other skids. Normally, I would be annoyed, but at this point, I'm not in any rush to get things done, and this is really funny to watch so I'm actually kind of glad that I get to see more. Cue a montage of me trying to unload the truck and the truck driver constantly getting in the way and wasting time. Multiple times, I would explain that I have to do things a little differently than he wants and he would give me a look like I didn't know what I was doing. He would try to do it himself and proceed to try it only to realize that I was right. Even with my little experience and slight struggle with driving a jack, I probably could have unloaded that truck in half the time, but if he wants to treat me like I don't know what I'm doing, then I'll absolutely take the free show and watch the truck being unloaded equivalent of fitting a square peg in a round hole. After a decently long process, I'm finally able to get the truck properly unloaded. I start cleaning up the area and go through my mental checklist of everything I need to do before the driver leaves. As I'm doing this, the driver gets back into his truck and is about to leave. I realize that I never signed or got a store copy of the invoice for our order. I turn to my manager just beside me and ask, did you sign the invoice? He had not. This means that the proof of purchase does not exist. Meaning we could just say, well, we didn't receive the order. And they have no way of forcing our company to pay. 
I highly doubt we would do this since it would cause more work on our end and burn a bridge that we don't need to burn. But the idea of the driver realizing that he forgot what is one of the most important parts of his job makes me laugh inside. And I do hope that whoever calls them about Art Jack gives them a little scare about it, but once again, I don't think that will come about. The final icing on the top, however, is when my manager is annoyed at the attitude he showed, so before the driver left, he fully closed the back door of the truck. Hope that the driver liked his trip to the mechanic to open his door because he will likely need another one. After the driver left, it was pretty uneventful. I made a custom invoice so we could have a record of what came in. I worked through the rush order and made sure to let in the fun to story heavily summarized to my co-workers, including a less summarized version to my direct manager to keep him in the know. It always amazes me, like, I can only really talk for the UK, but in the UK, uh, pallet companies, like truck companies that move pallets around, still use paper for everything. You'd think there'd be some sort of modernization or automized automization or computerization of any of their workload but no they're literally a bunch of boomers that still use paper like i'm talking about in the logistics office as well like they just have a big uh, they have like a big board with pins and they move bits of paper around and then it always 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 goes wrong but you know that's how we've always done it god I mean, there probably is better companies out there, but the ones that I've uh, had experience with have worked exactly like that. Anyway, our next story is from TilePlus26. Customer accuses me of being a con artist and incompetent because he was $50 short. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. So this happened today, and it was just so wild and funny I have to share. So for those who may not have seen my previous posts, I work as a delivery driver for a building supply store. I've never had any issues with those I deliver to because if something is wrong with their order, I just point out that I'm just given the paper of what to deliver and where to go, or I admit if I forgot something. They understand that and direct their frustration to the staff who made the order wrong or if I forget, they appreciate the effort and arrange to get their missing items ASAP. Today was the first extremely irate customer I had to deal with. Today, a guy ordered close to $3,000 worth of material. They were paying cash when I arrive, so our rule is to get the cash first, then give the material. So I get there, and this guy looked rough. Like either he'd been using drugs for years of his life or still was. 
I go through the routine, asking him where he wants it placed, etc., then ask him for the money. He starts counting the bills off, handing them to me faster than I can verify the amount. At one point, I noticed when he claimed to hand me $400, I saw it was really $350, and I pointed that out, but he claimed it was all there. When I count the last amount, I noticed $50 was missing. Thinking maybe I miscounted to be safe, I recounted it three times. Each time came up $50 short. Important to note, in order to safely count, I set the money on a cooler which was not directly in sight of the customer. But he was there watching the whole time. So I tell the customer who has a friend there that $50 are missing. He claims it shouldn't be out because he had counted it beforehand. I told him that unfortunately I counted it three times and each time it was short. He starts getting angry, saying that it was correct, that he counted it all beforehand. I hand him the money, saying he can verify, so he counts and sure enough it comes up short. He starts saying how he doesn't understand it, he counted everything. Then he said, I don't know what kind of kind job you're trying to pull. I told him I wasn't, just that $50 are short, and I can't leave any materials unless I get the full amount. He gets madder and madder by the second. He points to his friend saying he was there when I counted, which his friend replied, I only caught glimpses. And suddenly he says to me, so now you have two witnesses against me? I told him, everyone's human, we all make mistakes, so maybe he miscounted. I pointed out how I noticed 50 was missing when he handed me the 400. He did not like that. His voice is getting higher and higher, and he's accusing me of taking the money. He's starting to swear, saying I don't know how to count, or I pocketed the money. Just every kind of blame he could think of where I was at fault. Most of them involving me stealing from him or conning him. My voice is starting to rise too. I tell him if he's just going to accuse me and say that stuff, I'll take the order back and he won't get anything. He keeps yelling. So with the money still on the cooler where we counted, I told him all your money's there. You aren't getting your order. As I'm walking out, he's yelling, Send someone who has fucking brains and knows how to count and is competent. I'm going to call your boss and get you fired. At this point, I'd had it. I told him, go ahead, call my boss, and his attitude was terrible. He yelled, I have a fucking great attitude. I replied, you're throwing a tantrum like a five-year-old. So I got in my vehicle and drove off. As soon as I'm back, I inform the staff about what happened. At that point, that's when the customer phones. While the worker is dealing with him, since my bosses weren't at the store, I call them to make sure they are aware of the situation. They assure me everything was fine, that I did the right thing. I wasn't worried about that, I just wanted them to be aware of the situation. So the worker got off the phone, saying she was sending one of the other drivers back so I wouldn't have to deal with it. So I warned the driver that the customer was short on money, so be careful. The worker dealing with the call told me what was said. He was making it look like he was the victim, saying I was accusing him, that I wouldn't let him recount it, and I was the first one to start yelling. My co-worker brought up several points I mentioned about what he said to me, and he said, Yeah, I was a little rude. I shouldn't have said that. But this just ruined my day. Tell the driver I'm sorry. I was just angry because I was being accused of not having all the money. My co-worker pointed out that that kind of behavior is not tolerated towards the drivers, and that I was following the rules for not giving an order when I hadn't received the full amount. They told the customer that I am extremely competent and know how to do my job and as if I say it short, they believe me. The worker tried keeping control of things and said, 
I'm just trying to meet in the middle. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Maybe the driver miscounted. Maybe you miscounted. Maybe a note fell on the floor. All the while, he was trying to make it seem like he was wronged. So my co-worker comes back with the full amount and the order gone. He explained to me how the $50 was still missing and that the customer had to go into his wallet for the missing amount. Then the customer went on for 10 minutes about how rude I was, how he doesn't understand why someone would risk their job stealing $50 from a customer, and how he never wants to see me delivered to his place again. My co-worker just told him, I'm just here to drop this off and get the money. I don't know what happened, what was said, or anything. I don't know if he said it to the customer or if it was under his breath, but he said, as for him not coming back to your place again, the feeling is mutual. Apparently, the customer said that he likes everyone at the store, except me, and he expects them to make things right. So if I hear any more, I'll definitely post an update. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. True terrors of horror bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.